You're good, Jose, or what? What's good, what's good, what's good? Right here, my boy El Bardo. Yo, yo, yo. What? Do you know what you're smoking this time or no? I don't know. What are we smoking, Jose? No. Musico Exotico. Don't call it that. I hate that. It sounds like a... It sounds like a... Like a bachelorette dancer guy. Like, who do you got for your bachelorette? Musico Exotico. We're smoking weed. That's it. But yeah, um, today we're back at it. Um, we're going to go back to the uh, how we had promised everyone we're going to do podcast our podcasters uh this is our third podcaster that we're inviting in to the amg building okay. and it's it's a it's a the third female you know to because be, the uh, last time it was two of them oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that was the first time we ever had females in here not counting my wife of course um so we want to say what's up to another podcaster her her podcast she's here to talk to us about for real for real podcast is paula g or Paula yeah. Garcia. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's good? How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good. We're starting here. Yeah. We're we're about to. Uh, I see it. We're see about it. to dive in here. My yeah. my my boy Bart. <clears throat> he thinks it's very funny, and I think it's kind of. I'm gonna admit, I thought it was kind of tripped out. I mentioned it in, in I think, in the uh, episode with um, Las Chingonas, the day that we did the live the live audience, and uh, you're like, oh yeah, well, yeah, this guy used to be my coach, and I'm just like. Holy yeah. shit! I'm like, I, I, it's you, Paula. <laughs> like, I, I mean, surprise! Th- that's yeah. so crazy. I'm like, that's what I was thinking about when I was on my way here. I'm like, I can't wait to ask. I, I gotta hear this fucking story. Wow. Or at least you tell me about what what this guy was like back in, as a back co- in high school. As a coach, that's crazy man. Yeah, not a bad coach. Not a bad coach. Um, things went left. I think some of you you had a co-coach or an assistant coach. Or you were co-coaching with somebody. With, with, was that with Aga? Yeah. I just seen Aga too, man. But were you the main coach, compa? Well, we were both head coaches yeah. kind of thing. All right. But yeah, I mean, yeah. And I've always been team? a little were bit... Were you guys uh, good? Were you guys good? Yeah. Oh, we, were, we were good, yeah. Were we, I mean, not too two of my own. I know, yeah, I know we compa's... Good. Good. I, I coached the Frost off, Frost off team is what I was okay. coaching. So freshman, sophomore. Yeah. I don't know if that even exists or not. I mean, I've heard it before, but I've never heard... Frostoff? Frostoff. I've never heard I that I thought one. that. Is that how you? Yeah. Yeah, right. no, you're right. Frost That's off. a Chicago thing. Yeah, I, I mean, so. probably. Because yeah. it's like no cut, right? It's like no cut sports. Everybody, Everybody plays. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. In 16th place. Was she good? Yeah. You know what? Here's the other thing. Now, here's here's where or, I, I want to okay, clear this up because um, <laughs> when I started Talking shouting shit. out the podcast um, and then I would keep seeing the for real, for real and I'm like, who, you know, and it, it was um, Apollo and Sarah, I believe. Yeah. And um, I'm like, man, do I know these people? Because, you know, that's showing, showing, uh, you know, the the reposts and everything. And well, the chingonas, I didn't know them either. And then you have to realize though that I knew of Paula and I met Paula, but I knew 15 year old Paula. Like I remember when she was. You did a quinceanera, I think, or something yeah. like that. I'm not too sure. But 15, 16-year-old Paula is the Paula I, I knew. And Frost I was 19. Frost off. <laughs> and I was 19 <laughs> at that time. I, I was a year after I graduated was when I did coaching. I, went, okay, I, was, I was at Columbia, and then I would go and coach um, the Frost off. We did like a... We probably made it, made it to the semifinals, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, no, we made it all the way right before... We went to we went to city, I think, and then yeah. that's when they took us out. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. all that. We were pretty good, man. Yeah, right. we were. We were in the red division. I don't know what they call them now. Oh, I don't know. But that was the highest division. Oh, but yeah. she was good. And was yes, good. I was yeah. good. So. Ah, yeah, yeah, she was. Ah, yes. Yeah, yo me acuerdo. She siempre se ponía su chongo, <laughs> and <laughs> she was always like <laughs> aguerita <laughs> de Zacateca, de Zacatecas. Yeah. Compa Noé would be like arriba Zacatecas. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was just uh, listening to that, that episode that, that, right that's now. That's with them. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paulo. Maybe I'm getting the wrong uh, interpretation sometimes when I listen. The times that I've listened to all of you guys together, yeah. I kind of feel like, do they feel like you're not Mexican enough in Bro. a way? Oh, oh my God. I was going to say that. Did I, I hit I that or no? Because I I'm like, to ask. Because look, compa, I've seen Paula on goddamn horses. Like that's, oh. that's the Paula I remember. Okay. And this is what I wanted to bring up that I was going to ask the same thing because I don't feel like I, like hearing the pod right now, I was you on my way here. Faces. They're like, they're like making it sound like she looks like some com- Complete white girl, I mean, like a blonde white girl or something. Granted, I'm like, she lives in Hinsdale. Well, yeah, but that, I mean, that, <laughs> no, that, she got here. She doesn't like, live in Hinsdale. She Sorry, doesn't, look, I'm like, she doesn't, she doesn't look like. Well, you, you know, know what? Make, she drives by Hinsdale. Like she drives by Hinsdale all the time. All right. She drives wow. by Hinsdale. Oh, blow my, blowing up my spot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? At first, when I, when I met the guys, um, when I met the girls, everything was, we just clicked. With, uh, like us and chingonas and then I think um, I think uh, I started talking to Checo first and then it was you, cool how, how did you meet the girls let's go back to that real quick how was it well it was this one occasion where you guys were shouting us out so yeah you, I mean it was via via social media though yeah yeah it A was virtual, via so, and then we just started yeah. messaging each other like hey you know how are you I started listening to them and it was more of an organic like I started listening to them, they were listening to me, and we really vibed. We started chatting. Yeah, we started a group chat. We're like, "Hey, how are you doing? Oh, we should do something together." And then, um, same thing with the guys with uh, Compas Unfiltered. We started chatting. Everything was really good. And then we met in person for the first time at um, your first live. That was the very first yeah. time you actually we met, met them, in person. Met yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Cool. And funny story, I'm gonna put Noe on blast here. <laughs> so they're probably gonna get mad at me for saying that. <laughs> I'm, I probably, well, I don't know. You're gonna correct me if I'm right or wrong on that. <laughs> I told so when we got there, I got there first. Like I like to be places early. I think early is on time, and on yeah. time is late. Yeah. Yeah. So we got there, and I saved a seat because I from. You know, all of the conversations and everything. I thought the place was going to just be packed and I didn't know what to expect. I was going by myself. So I was like, I'll save a table if I'm there before because I knew the girls were trailing a little bit back. So I got there, saved the table. And then the guys got there, but I didn't notice. But they were sitting in the table in the back. Right behind you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so they didn't want to come to the front. And I was like, is it me? Is it me? Like, it just bad vibes. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go back there and say hello. And now uh, Chico is very friendly. And then no, I think like he just got this vibe like, hmm. And he, he asked me, you know, I think he thought, like, you know, are you my people? And we've had conversations like this. Like, you know, I think he was like, uh, this is yeah, this, like questioning this is, my Mexican card. Noe, by the way. Yeah. This, this is but you Noe. know what, though? Are you my people with this plane's knowing? No, but you know what? I love that because. I think he meant, uh, uh, like, Middle Eastern. What are they calling oh uh, Hapu, Hapu or Hadi or something. Don't get canceled. No. Don't get canceled. No, I was telling him I love that because I'd rather somebody straight up ask me. Yeah. And then, you know, we either get along or we don't. Yeah. Ra- rather than, you know, somebody always having that idea about me. And then you just always have, like, you just never vibe. There's no doubt. Yeah, you yeah. just never know. And then we were talking about something. They were talking about soccer, actually. And then they looked at me like, huh? 
Like, you know, you know, because I was telling them I played for Glasa. They're like, wait, who do you know? Yeah. Like, how, yeah. Good, how good were you that you played for Glasa? Because they were talking about some other leagues that they played. And I was telling them about, like, I'm like, I know, no. And so then they're like, oh, okay. Wow. All right. So do they, was my instinct right though? Did they, I mean, no, he thought, right? Like, he asked you. But yeah. the, the chingonas were cool right, right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, no, we were cool. We started talking and, and that felt really natural. Um, I mean, it's always, I think it's natural for somebody to, if they don't know you or they don't know what your, you know, shared or life experiences to yeah. kind of just, you know, and then that's the best part about getting to know people, getting to know people, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you discover things about people, something, you know, that's just human nature we judge. Correct. And off of looks. And I don't look maybe like, I mean, it's stupid to say, right? Because you say like, well, what is a Mexican supposed to look like? I agree. I, yeah. But I, I do get that a lot. But I don't. You do get that. About. I think. You, uh, yeah. I think you look Mexican. Yeah. I would have never thought you. That, that you that you were white. No, la neta. That's why I kind of right now when you got here, I'm like, nah. But these was like, because I know Copa had brought it up to me yeah. before. Like, you feel like they kind of. I'm like, yeah, they know you kind of does, but because you guys are cool though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, it's all love. Shout Dude. Out. The they have a too. they have a group chat. Yeah, yeah. no, and the yeah. chingona. My compa's like, bro, they didn't invite. They didn't yeah, invite we're not, us. We're not, we're not part of the <laughs> pod uh, well, fam. You guys, well, you guys <laughs> didn't give us your number. <laughs> Fucking Bart. Well, Bart wasn't even there. He I, fell, I, I didn't he go. fell asleep I that did. day, bro. I did. Bro. The day of the the day of the aguacate, the 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 guacpad live. Fucking bastard. We only had a limited amount. You were part of the guys that didn't show up, man. <laughs> we gotta go into it. So talk to me about Frio Frio. Because I know you're like the uh quote unquote OG, like you started before all of us, technically. Yeah. Technically, well, te- yeah, I've been so I've been at this now. It'll be shoot, it'll be four years. Damn. No, 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 lies, lies. Three years in okay. um in November. So oh, yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. Three years so, this November. Mm-hmm, three years yeah. this November. So two years before that, I started. I started listening to podcasts like way back when, when you know you only had like a handful. We're right. talking like Serial, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um. So there were only people were still and yeah, like, like that. people were still kind of like, oh, well, what's a podcast? Yeah. And then why am I going to listen to that versus a radio? Or um, how do you even find what you want to listen? And so I, I love a lot of like true crime and Joe Rogan. He was one of the first people I ever started listening to um, investigate uh, in investigations and like journalism, things like that. I'm all about it. Mm. And uh, so he started just listening and I was like, man, I think I have some stuff to say that's worth listening to. So I tried to figure out and teach myself I don't have any audio but is that how is that what inspired you to just start? Yeah. Just because you're like, all right, well, let me let me see what I can do. Yes. No, I was like, I want to try this. And a lot of the times they tell you, you know, well, if you have an idea, just start. Because one day you're going to regret, you know, it, it'll be a year in the future. And you're like, man, I wish I would have started a year ago. Where would I have been right now? Right, that's dope. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and start it. And I was trying to figure out, do, you want, do I want to do this by myself? Do I want to do this with somebody? And then I known Sarah since we were kids in middle school or okay. not even middle school in elementary. I think we were, we've been, we were in class together since we were in, I was in fifth grade. She was sixth grade. She's a year older than me. Mm. And we always got along really well. I'm a makeup artist. She's a makeup artist. We've done a ton of jobs together. We work really well together and we have like the same sense of humor. We 
get a lot of the same stuff. We like a lot of the same stuff. And it really worked. I mean, it was really, it was a really good time right. doing it with her. And as of now, you're you're doing it alone, solo. Yeah, I'm doing it by myself. I mean, you'll know, right? Doing something like this, it's it takes a lot of commitment. Oh, she yeah. entered a new stage in her life where she was pregnant. She recently had her baby. Okay. So it's a, it's a lot. I mean, it's late nights for it's a me. Yeah. And for her now, too, with the baby, of course. Yeah, no, and yeah. that's priority. And then you do everything. You do your editing, everything. That, mm-hmm. Editing, yeah. I like you know putting show notes together. Um, I like to research, if, especially if I'm going to be talking about like politics or anything like that. I like I like to put some work into it before because I don't like to talk out of my yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. and you know if I ever I make a mistake, I, I'll correct it. Like I'll retract myself next episode um, because I just I don't like putting out misinformation. So especially if we're talking about you know I don't know anything serious. Leaning towards serious on the serious side, I always do research. So it just yeah. it takes a lot of time. Yes, it does. And this doesn't pay. So <laughs> not not yet anyway. So here's the part where I, I had listened to uh I forgot which one it was. It was it maybe when you were doing the compass one and you had mentioned yeah, I think it was you had mentioned that um you had a different name in mind. Yeah. I think that, I think they should maybe do that. Yeah. Because it's a pretty badass name actually. I said it all out, huh? You did. You you didn't want to. You actually caught yourself and you said, "You know what? I don't want to say it because maybe somebody will you." And I, well, I already went to go trademark it. So, well, thanks. It is a pretty badass name. You should. I hand Especially drew a now, logo because you just kind of like you're doing the, uh, you know, the uh, the the move to kind of go solo in a way. Yeah. I think it's actually perfect timing as well. I like that cheese most. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's another. I mean, I for me, I go off of a lot of. I just like, said it. No se lo vayan a quitar. Wait, yeah. but now we've said it twice, and yeah, it's, it's like I, that was my have, idea. We don't have tons of viewers yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was chismos because it was like it's like it's a, a to play off of of the way we speak, right? Chismosa, hmm? and um, just putting either an Asian at the end, right, at the end of everything to make it an English word, yeah. or um, like and you know most just that blend of words and i think it the just represents cool, yeah. yeah so uh, that's that actually came about because before i started it with sarah i was going to do it with uh my compadre actually oh, shit. yes and um he's a very busy man and yeah. sir has a lot of commitment issues as far as showing up <laughs> or not and he knows this so yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like he's like yeah you know he's like how about i'm a guest whenever you want me to come uh he's like i don't think i'm gonna be able to be there like every week. weekly yeah yeah but he, he was you know he's honest from the get-go from the beginning so that's the best part yeah so it's- i mean i had already put work i i don't draw for shit Right. And I like I hand drew a logo. I was doing all the research on how to like put sound together and edit and all of this and that. And I was like, great, now you tell me. So I had I, I was at least armed with that knowledge. So by the time I was like, all right, where do I take it from here? So then I reached out to Sarah and then we're like, we talked about it. We're like, well, this is ours. So it should be a different name. Um, so we came out with for real, for real. That's again, something that we used to say a lot when we were younger, like, yeah. nah, for real, for real, yeah. for real. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so yeah. So then, then that's how for real, for real became for real, for real. Nice. Well, maybe, maybe you should do that. Well, it's your show, but <laughs> the name is cool. I kind of like the name. It'll be like, it's a, very commercial. like a for real, for real, um, after dark cheesemos, cheesemos at night. Oh uh, yeah. It'll work. <laughs> yeah. Hope I told me about that too. He had told me. I had caught it that day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a fucking a good nice one. name, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just very marketable, also. Yeah. 
No, I like it. I mean, it was like, you know, I had in my heart. It was the first thing. Like I told you, I said, I'm going to do this. And I just jumped into it. Yeah. And when we started For Real For Real, it was like, you know, you say you're going to do it. Oh, in a week. Yeah, we'll get together. And I was like, you know what? I I didn't even, I had one mic and then a super old mic that my husband had bought for the DJ for our wedding. Okay. And it wasn't even an XLR cord. I had to buy a converter to yeah. s- put it into this Zoom recorder that I had. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just let's just come on over. Let's just do it. Right. And we did. Because it's one of those things where like, we'll, we'll wait till we have the right equipment. And you save up some money to yeah. buy the equipment. And that day just never comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, let's just do it. Sigue pasando y pasando yeah. el tiempo. Yeah. And I like to like just rip the band-aid. I like, when I have an idea, I like just want to do it. And then how do you go about... um? Uh, we had briefly talked about this right before we started with where you you and the other guys, um, you guys do have topics. Yeah. So how do you go about picking your topics? Because I caught a couple of, because uh, I know when we did the Wackpot Live, I'm like, hey, I listen to your show. You're like, stop. I'm like, yeah, I listen to your show. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, but again, there are some obviously that are not yeah. meant for me. You know, like I, I caught one that was like the. 799 perfume or something like that. Oh, like, it was 400 almost $500. And let me tell you, yeah. I have a story about that perfume. You got it. Dude. No, I didn't go. Oh. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'd be divorced right now. <laughs> no. It's a lot of money stop. for a perfume. It is. Like, I just spend that kind of money. Probably shouldn't be saying it but on a lot of things. And then I thought about it. Like, I briefly. <laughs> so. I briefly thought about their what do you, Is it, you? let's just say a lot of things that you bought at 499 but. Is it equivalent to the same importance as a perfume? We're not talking $4.99. We are not talking $4.99. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck? It just it depends, right, what you find valuable. Right. And so, I mean, there's some things that 15-year-old Paula would have slapped 39-year-old Paula for even thinking. But now I was like, you know what? I've... I've come to a place where I'm okay with that. Like I've worked and it has value to me. So okay. like, will I spend money on a bag? Yes, but I can afford it. It's not like I'm stretching um, and I'm not going to be able to pay the bills or save for my kid's college. All of that shit squared away. Right. And and we have savings or this is taken care of. Okay, just get the perfume then. But see, that's one of those things. Where I see. I'm not there yet. Okay. One day, maybe, like if I could just pull it, to, just go walk in, get it. A bag I, will last you, and it'll actually appreciate in value. Certain bags that I could leave to my daughter or resell and get yeah. even more for. Whereas that, I'll finish the liquid, and then it's like there's this bag that's like um, picked up some steam. Did I hear that on yours as well? Like, uh, did Kanye <laughs> just buy uh, like all the Kardashians? A certain uh, brand. Beyonce. 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 It was a uh, Telfar bag. And the beautiful thing about that is the fact that it's this, uh, you know, minority designer that you, what all of the things that have been happening in the last few years with with minorities and the strife with police and all of this civil unrest. Okay. And then you talk about, well, how do we change things? Right. And then, you know, you start getting stimulus money. And then what, what, what did you see? You saw people forming literal lines outside of Louis Vuitton and Chanel and Gucci. Oh, yeah. When yeah, you're yeah, yeah. thinking this money is supposed to help you yeah. reinvest into your community. Yeah. 
right? Put money back into your community in order to help the community, um, not, you know, to help them not drown. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and then, so you have a lot of these people saying, well, you know, support black designers, support Latino designers. Um, it they don't have the Louis name yet, the recognition, but why? Because we're not investing in them. You're not right. making it. Who makes these things hot? You know, Louis Vuitton and Chanel. Chanel has always had a, a name, but certain things like Gucci for a while there it was like who made who made Gucci, Gucci hot? Yeah, it pissed me off. You have I went, Gucci made. You to have Gucci, like, like hour wait. I'm like fuck this. <laughs> so you know, yeah, you have to make appointments. Yeah, yes, you do. But you know, the rappers make these things hot. Oh, um, of course, the minorities, you know, right? Yes, kind of like when Jay Z made Cristal uh, popular, and then they're like, "Nah, we don't support black people," yeah. and he just stopped stop drinking. Exactly. Cristal. So why not do that and put that star power and put that effort into an up and coming designer? So that's what they did for for, for Telfar, uh, and that bag, uh, Beyonce was like photographed with one of the bags. You can't even get them anymore. Yeah, you know who it was? It was not Beyonce that I read. It was uh, Floyd Mayweather. Probably, yeah. So had given all his side chicks, yeah. uh, like 12, like all these bags, yeah. like this particular bag. Yeah, I mean, you have the Hermes, the Hermes bag, the Kelly and the, the Birkin, Hermes, yeah. which are like over $10,000 a bag, which you can't, even if you want it, let's say I had a stack, like 10000 right now to drop, I walk in, they wouldn't even sell it to me. Shit. They would not even sell it to me. I'm not a customer. I'm not established. And it's part of what makes everybody want a bag like the that. The exclusivity almost. Yes. Yeah. But then you have designers like this. Well, you don't know. Like now these people are funding factories, which are funding, you know, their employees, which take that money into their homes and into their communities. Yeah. And then those are the people that you want to support and help them make a name for themselves. So, yeah. And then going back to the perfume, did you, have you smelled that perfume? I <laughs> So, yeah, so I um I did. I went and I went to the department store cuz I'm very curious. So I was like, "Well, what's the big deal?" Cuz literally this thing was making people go broke Who's during the, the pandemic. Um it's Killian. So, it's actually one of the one of the um uh Fragrance houses, just like you have fashion houses, like you have Versace and Gucci, Chanel, like you have these fashion houses that have been there since, you know, they're they're some of the first ones to ever stand. So same thing with, um, it's called Baccarat Rouge. And it's one of those, uh, it's an actual art to perfumery. So they put all of these notes and these scents together. And it's not like the alcohol, right, that we can afford, that we go and that we buy. And that's why they stand, um, they, you know, they've stood the test of time. So, oh yeah, no, and that's there's a reason why they're pr- pricey because they're not putting in a lot of additives like water and alcohol, yeah. like filler, filler things like that. It's actually um, the oils and just the the like certain components to make that scent, and that's why they're so expensive. And obviously the name because who doesn't want to covet something like that? But like, well, right. I can't afford that. Well, yeah, I yeah. want that now. It's actual angel's breath, dude. They actually got a fucking angel in. That's crazy, man. Four yeah. ninety nine for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. at least Valentine's coming around the corner. That's a small bottle, so, too. Bart. The small bottle. The meat, I'm sorry. The meat, <laughs> the small that's one. a point seven eight minute. That's yeah. a three point wow. four fluid ounce. Wow. Yeah, no, it, it it does smell good. I don't know that it's. I wouldn't drop that for it. Not. I'll never say never. Not now. Not yeah. now. Uh, but yeah, she's gonna get it. Well, it smells good. good yeah, it's on. Yeah. You spent four ninety nine on other things. <laughs> yeah. That's something you might as well get the <laughs> that perfume. Yeah. <laughs> No, when I I have um I I bought like a travel size, 
And whenever I wear, yeah. Oh, <laughs> see? <laughs> she got it already. That was three ninety. That was only three. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> no, I won't tell you how much. But no, whenever I wear it, for it stays on my clothes. Even if I, after I wash it, it go. stays on my clothes. And I get compliments every single time. There you go. I feel embarrassed, though, to tell the people. Like, oh, they always ask you, like, what are you, you wearing? You have to let it ride. You have to let it ride. I feel bad, though. What's the name it. again? Huh? Baccarat said, Rouge. We're gonna look yeah, it they're up. like, what the fuck? Jose. <laughs> Don't t- Jose's already looking it up. Yeah, Jose's gonna get Jose. it for his girl. He loves that it's stuff. Good. It's good. Baca it's good. It's Not not four hundred dollars good, but it's good. Damn, she Just didn't get the little travelers one, man. I knew it. I had to try it. I, I was it. talking about it on the podcast. Like I'm just gonna go in the middle of a pandemic. No, bro. Like no, it'd be like pay me ten dollars for a spray on the paper. Wow. No, wow. Yeah, this is not like the perfume ladies at the counter that they're spraying that stuff on you and you're the, running from them. The nope. old lady at Marshall Fields or nope. Mace, no. I said Marshall Fields. No. They'll at charge Macy's you Marshall to spray Fields. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the old man at yeah. Marshall Fields. Yeah, that was a, Yeah, so I caught that one. You took it back. That that episode. So you're saying that's not for you. Yeah, we no. had like a 10-minute conversation. <laughs> I, I just thought right it was now. I thought you it was go back uh, and listen to it tomorrow. I thought it was curious. I mean, 4.99 I don't yeah. know. What's the most you spend on a cologne, Gumba? Nah, I don't know. Off the top of your head, do you know? Nah, hell no. I don't know. No? I got the big bottle. The last time I bought one, I got the big bottle of uh, light blue. Uh, Dolce Gabbana? Dolce Gabbana, light blue. But I don't, yes. I don't remember how much it was. That's a good amount. The, bi- the big bottle? I don't know. That's a big fucking Costco no, bottle. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably over a hundred bucks. I don't fuck. Dolce Gabbana light blue. I don't know to tell you the truth. I don't remember. No, you it, cologne. It's a, it's a little under two hundred if you got the the big bottle. Yeah, you're probably yeah. like at one fifty or something. Something like that. I think I got a deal on it. Ah, pues también, también. Gasaste un billete todos modos. Es tan bien. Was it three ninety nine? Four ninety nine? Four ninety nine? That's probably the small uh, bottle. Yeah, the real small one. Yeah, the travel size for that one's like thirty dollars ish. So, yeah. one fifty, right? Yeah, See? yeah, paid a little less. Told you, I I discount. <laughs> that was fireway. It's all right. I think nah, I like it. <laughs> no taxes. <laughs> See, it could be on the prices, right? Hell yeah, the light <laughs> the light blues are right. I'll give it to you. I mean, you you should have worn your your three ninety nine one today, and least on your I coat. Did. On your coat or something. Maybe I did. Maybe I like, wouldn't have gotten out of here. Like, yeah, man, smell, I, gotta... smell. <laughs> I smell something I know. Yeah. We'll see we'll after I get out of here if that'll overpower it. Yeah. yeah. Um, then also, you guys just did your guys' live audience. Yes. With, uh, obviously, Chingonas and Compas Unfiltered. Mm-hmm. And you were also saying the amount of stress that, you know, you guys were under. My boy, Checo. Yeah. Man, how about my Shout boy, out to boy Checo. Checo. How about my boy, Checo? When he came on here, he... He uh, let us know that uh, he actually got anxiety because of the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, man. (laughs) You got to smoke some weed, man. (laughs) Which he did that day. Yeah, and then he was good. And he was good. Yeah. Yeah. I can see, though. I understand why, though, because he's a very methodical person. He likes to know what goes into it and the outcome. And, you know, like when you're recording this, if you're editing, your mind, you want to be present. But a lot of the times you're thinking, oh, was there a pop? How is that going to sound? How is that going to affect? Am I going to have to cut this section out? And if I cut this section out because there was feedback on the mic, 
um, how, you know, how is that going to affect the flow of the conversation? And yeah. he doesn't like to edit, you know, but uh, sometimes you have to. Yeah. And how does that how does that mess up? So I, I get it from that perspective, how it would totally stress him out. And yeah. So. Yeah, we're anti editors here, too. We don't edit we, anything. Like we had a really funny. What was it? Was it the one that didn't record where the cops passed by for like five minutes? Yeah. No, that one's pretty bad. Well, we're not going to edit it. Yeah, it was like no, 10 no, no. minutes worth of, of patrullas. <laughs> just passing by. Just going to Midway. Something was going on in Midway. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't we really don't edit. edit. I had told them that day, too. Like, man, you got to stop stressing out. It's almost just a hecho kind of thing, you know? But um, how was the pod? I mean, I heard it was great. My boy Fry went. Yes, he did. Yeah. I mean, thank you guys so much. I'm so happy uh, for all the support. We're, we were all so excited to have Fry there. We know you wanted to make it. I almost made it, but God damn it. We went to a private <laughs> and some lady, La Señora Malaysia de Pedro. Oh, yeah. yeah. We talked about that. Shout out to La Señora. <laughs> we shouted her out. <laughs> she didn't let me leave early, man. Yeah. She didn't want to pay me. Oh. Like, she was supposed to pay me before so I can so I can go. She's like, nah, you're gonna have to wait. I'm like, damn it. I got fucking plans, man. <laughs> so I didn't make it. No, yeah, it was I mean, good. I heard it was good. It was good. We had a packed house. Did you like the experience? Um, it, it was. Oh, Were I you would nervous? totally do it again. No. You were not I nervous. loved it. No. Okay. I loved it. I was very excited. For me, you just think about logistics. Like, okay. is the sound gonna be okay? We were outside, we were afraid it might rain. So yeah, we kept looking up. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking about those things, but just being in the moment, it was it was really, really cool. Hmm. Really, really cool. I mean, my mom was even there yes. talking a little shit. I thought she was gonna kill me. She she was actually laughing. She had a good time. Yeah, I did catch you say a couple of times like it is a family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's family what, show. Yeah, she kept yeah. telling Luke, like four times. The Chingonas kept cussing like a motherfucker. Yeah, she kept saying, "Paula kept saying, it's a family show. It's a family show." So at first we're like, "Hey, are we gonna are we gonna have the littles here or not?" And then you know, Cynthia brings her brood, and then I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'll bring my kid." And um and so yeah, there were but like noise kids like running around the whole place, and I was like, "Bro, it's a family show. There's kids around here." I mean. You know, I, it was cool. Like, they weren't even paying attention. But sometimes it's like mom mode. And then it was just funny at some point. And I was like, bro, it's a family Fuck show. Yeah. It's a family show. We said it was... We Did purposely guys- stayed away from some topics because the girls are like, it's a family show. We want to make it family friendly. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, it ended up being really, really funny. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, it was we good. Had a good was time. The topic was good. Yeah. The topic was good. I liked it too. Tell me, it was it something like, tell me you're Mexican. Uh, growing, yeah. up Mexican. growing up Mexican. So we're basically tell just busting on our siblings and our yeah. parents Almost. and aunts yeah. and uncles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was an easy topic. To, Hell yeah. To I mean, somebody's everybody parents has a story. Were late, huh? right? The Chingona's parents were late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they surprised them too with yeah. their grandpa oh, with their, and their oh, auntie. Oh, yeah, that was super cool. That They and were they, supposed to leave, right? They were yeah. supposed to leave and they didn't end up leaving. Their grandfather. Yeah. The so they, they showed up and they surprised them. So we had the waterworks. Yeah. I think it's like their signature move at Are this point. Are you a crier or no? Um, it, it depends. It, in some scenarios, not not really. Yeah, we had a crier here. I mean, Diana <laughs> shed a couple of tears. Like, damn, all right. I know. Yeah. I heard. I heard. That was super sweet. I mean, it, it'll take... It'll take... I, listen, I've been through a lot. Yeah. It'll take some real sh- to make me cry. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you just feel like you're, you're kind of strong because of all that that you've been through? Growing up, Again, in a Mexican household, being the oldest yeah. girl or being the oldest kid, period, and then being a girl. Mm. And then just 
living through, you know, and I've talked about it on the podcast. You know, I've I've been through some shit. And yeah. so for me, I in those certain moments I cried and I, you know, I would tell myself, there's only so many tears I I will give certain scenarios or situations and uh, I'll just leave them in the past. I'll talk about them because of experiences or stories that other people will ask me or they'll help somebody along the way because knowing what we know now, especially with social media, a lot of people coming out talking about their traumas and how they've always felt like they were alone. And yeah. as much as we can shit on social media, that's one thing that it helps you feel connected to whatever community you you can find to find that support. All right. Like, you know, like abuse victims or um, uh, uh, IV, people like women who've suffered infertility, domestic violence, just so many different things. Yeah. Um, and to me, like in, in the, the, that moment in time, I shed the tears and, you know, every now and again, something will get me there. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm just like, you know, I just keep it pushing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys... Um I think all, all three of you guys, I'm going back to to the podcast family, the topics are, are on point. You know, we talked about how being topics and um, sometimes, most of the time, we always kind of like stray off. But the topics itself, like, you know, for all, all three of you guys, um, I love the, the, the taboo-ness to it in, in the Mexican culture. Like, you know, talking about homosexuality, talking yeah. about... Um, you know, your story with the compas was fucking touching to me. Like, it was just like, oh, shit. Like, uh, and more than anything, it's not like it's the first time we hear stories, but it's the first time in a way that you hear them publicly, you know, because yeah. it's so taboo in our mm -hmm. culture. Like, you you know, you can't talk about, you know, Bart or somebody that we know that's close that might be gay. Yeah. Um. Or that went through some sexual abuse. Yeah. Or Cynthia talking about you know her, the you know domestic abuse in the recent yeah. one, and then they had their uncle when it was the gay the gay yeah. topic. I mean, I love the fact that you guys are just attacking on all cylinders. When it, and then even when you guys did the like a live, and me and Compa talked a little bit about this how it felt, and you know it was just for content I would assume how it was like Noe. No, Compa is like old school Mexican <laughs> yeah. in a way. Like the, the, the as fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah for <laughs> You know, sure. like, yo voy a trabajar y la mujer, like kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yes. we recorded them. We, <laughs> that went, was to, awesome. we went toe to toe. <laughs> yeah. And the girls, you, know, you girls were like, ah, hold me back, hold me back. Like, oh, shit. Such a great episode. And Checo was just like, ah, let me drink another Checo beer. Checo was like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, Checo did say, are you done yet? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like almost like, oh, as bad shit. as anything else. Yeah, um, was, <laughs> <laughs> you don't say much, but what he yeah, said was, but are you, yeah, yeah, but are you done? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, like things like that. <laughs> there, that's what makes a difference, I think, when they come from people that you you find something in common with, because you can hear it from a celebrity and you can hear it from uh, people that have a platform in that sense. But a lot of the times we don't feel that type of connection like we can do it and that's one thing from the very beginning when i started the podcast i've talked about like you know my infertility and uh the sexual abuse i suffered as a child and i will never not talk about it because you're right you you hold back especially on sexual abuse in our community and it's almost like this hush hush thing and you make the victim feel like 
they did something wrong. Correct. And they do it in order, and, and, and when you're young and you don't know any better, you feel like, well, you don't feel like, right, but you should be the one protected. But everybody else is protecting the real monster. Right. And it's almost like this mythical creature because they won't say his name. You almost get shuttled about because that person, oh, God forbid we don't invite them. They're, yeah. We're going to make them feel bad. And what about his mom? Well, fuck his mom. Yeah. And fuck him too. Of course. Because you raised that piece of shit. And I'm sure along the way, you fear, and, and it's not to always blame the parents, but when it gets to a certain point, when it's more than one person, more than, one, more than the perpetrator knew. And it's been a cover-up because you don't want to mess up the image of this perfect family or when so many kids are being hurt in the process. And yeah. fuck them, right? Because, God, we, know, we, we don't want to make Jose feel bad. Yeah. And that's fucked up. I agree. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually, I appreciate big time that for you coming out like that and talking about it because, yeah, it's, you know, people need to, people need to hear this and was, realize that it's not, it's not, you know, okay. To yeah. do that, what you're when you went ahead and talked about that, was that something that you knew you guys were going to talk about? Because man, you caught me off guard that day. <laughs> I was um, like, Holy shit! Yeah, they right. had heard a podcast that I had done prior to that. Yeah, with family member who I hadn't really spoken to in a long the, time. Uh, blood is thicker than yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. It was like I think we it would end up being like a two part episode or something like that, and we got into like this really deep discussion with with my cousin on how I really don't fuck with my father's side of the family too much. Yeah. And and I think it's like another taboo thing in the Mexican family, right? Yeah. Family sticks together, blood is stick in their water, but it's family, but it's family, but like why? Why? You know, sometimes like the people you choose to be in your life, those are family more than your actual blood. And um the messed up part is if you look at what the saying blood is thicker than water people have misconstrued that so much it actually means the opposite of what we think it means the the saying is a lot longer and it means the total opposite somewhere along the way it literally got bastardized into manipulating people to think well blood is thicker than water meaning you know our blood our bond should be thicker but it's like actually it's in reverse and it's actually a wiccan it's a wiccan um saying I can't think uh, think about the whole thing off the top of my head, but if you look it up, it actually means the total opposite to what we've all understood it to be. Mm. Kind of like the Star Spangled Banner in a way. <laughs> it is actually even more fucked up. Like if you if you see the actual quote, um, but yeah, it's a, it's gotten to this point where you feel like if you cut family off, you're the problem, or you know. We, you're you're doing something wrong you know you should stick with family and i think sometimes it's healthy to cut people off if they don't add anything to your life if you don't feel like you're not going to um be beneficially mutual to each other and one party's dam more damaging then why 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 contribute to that destruction yeah and a lot of the times that's what it is it's so toxic People are there and they're talking about each other once somebody walks away. And yeah, what so. kind of family is that? So I'd rather be talked about but not be involved. Like I won't talk about people. Um, if I cut somebody out of my life, they're out of my life. I'm not one to, you know, estar ahí chucheteando like and talking shit about people because that brings me no peace yeah. and does no good. So I don't, once somebody's out of my life, they're, I don't like talk shit about people. What for? And then at what point, at what point in your life did you figure out or decide 
you know what, I'm going to stop fucking with this side of the family. Right around the time I had my daughter. Okay. Right around because you're thinking, well, how do I want to raise her? How how was I raised and what are the beautiful things of my culture and what do I want to give her? But what do I want to shelter her from? Right. And, um, and, and as you know, she was a few months old, maybe a couple years old up until the point that a lot of them started see, stop seeing her or we stopped coming around. And it was, you know, we talked about a lot of it during the podcast. It was, it was just a lot of, quite frankly, it was just sick shit. My ex was still in the picture and I, you know, I said, I'm not going to talk about him again, but it was just like one of those things where I was, um, I was with somebody before I got married. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously everybody has a past, but yeah. he was still in my, my extended family's life where at this point I'm a married woman, I have a child and just the, the moves being played right in front of me. And they were actually right in front of me, they weren't even behind my back. So I was like, why do I want to be part of that? Yeah. Yeah. Among so many other things they did my mom so dirty uh, they played my dad. I just, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very open and I'm very, uh, I'm an advocate of cutting people off and that don't every, serve you. Did everyone else cut them off? Like your mom don't fuck with them? Yeah. My know. mom, my mom doesn't. I mean, my parents are divorced. Yeah. So through that divorce, she, they slowly but surely. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, my brothers, a couple of them have relationships, but I think it's to the point now where they're adults and they're choosing who to have relationship, who's to specifically have relationships with. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, it's nice that I've had cousins reach out and now that they've learned a lot of the story that they didn't know or and said some they didn't even know. relate. I think you said Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. A lot of them. Part. Yeah. They've also experienced sexual assault and abuse within the family. And then it's like a lot of us are same age and we were talking and then it's like you hear, oh my gosh, so and so. And I was like, dude, how does everybody know this? But nobody said anything. Literally, I've been the only big mouth and now black sheep of the family. Well, why is she talking about it? It is la mala. Fuck it. Technically, it's how people would say it. They would, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm I'm doing mighty fine. Hell yeah. I'm doing well. Well, props. I don't lose sleep. Yeah, um, I sleep well at night. Feel better. Yeah, you yeah. Feel I didn't want to. I didn't want to come in here to strictly, obviously, just talk about that. But I didn't want to touch it. Um, just so I think it was a great story, and Thank and you. maybe in the future, we're not not maybe we're gonna bring you back regardless, and and have something long like that because I do want to talk that topic, but I don't want to make this whole podcast just yeah. about that topic. No, I appreciate but, it, um, and I welcome talking about it, not because. Um, not because it's so morbid, but because it helps people. It actually helps me every time. It's like you're yeah. releasing this, you're mm-hmm. chipping off this part of yourself that you walled off for such a long time. And it's almost like you're releasing yeah. yourself every time. Well, that's good that you see it that way because I think that's the biggest thing amongst the community is, uh, you know, they just, they kind of shut down. You know, they rather not talk about it. And yeah. that's why families don't know about it. And that's why so many kids now adults are just gonna we kind of just briefly talked about ptsd it's the same thing yeah you know it's in this occasion it's just very emotional and very um well hurtful because it's within the same family that you're supposed to trust and all yeah. that shit which is they're supposed up. to protect you right Correct. yeah that they're the ones that you're supposed to feel safe around yeah and they're the, sometimes that's why they say like uh some of the most uh, dangerous things that we put kids through were in the early was it 80s or 90s with the whole stranger danger? If you hear a lot of like law enforcement now talk about that as one of the biggest mistakes 
because they taught children that the people that you should be afraid of are out there, mm-hmm. like yeah. this elusive boogeyman. Oh, and shit. we didn't teach kids a lot of the times. The danger is auntie, it's yeah. uncle, yeah. it's the, the friend. Of time, I mean, I, I wouldn't know the percentages, but I know yeah. it's most of the time it's someone close. It's close, yes. Yeah. And 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 it perpetuated this idea that the danger can only ever come from outside, outside your door. Correct. God forbid, like, why would you ever even think that it would be a family? Never. Family doesn't do that. Yeah. And uh, that idea that that there's no way. And so then what happens when these kids are finally brave enough to say something? You don't believe them. Right. And then why would they ever want to say anything again? And that abuse cycle just continues yep. to either... Unfortunately, the the statistics in um, abuse survivors, if they do survive, the amount that turn to drugs, uh, homelessness, because they can't deal, they can't cope, a lot of uh, continued sexual assault. I was going to say that. Usually the victim becomes the assaulter in the future as well. High high percentage does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it's just like this trauma then. If you are not taught how to heal and therapy is a big thing and if no one teaches you, hey, it's okay or like, you know, let's take you to talk to somebody. Well, we're Mexican. Yeah. Therapists don't exist, right? Well, doctors don't even exist. You know, put some savila, eat eat some Viper Rub and you'll be fine. Yeah. That's a good way. That's a good way. That's for you, Diana. Yeah. Wow. Eat some vapor rub. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, just shout out. Yeah, yeah just no, rub fuck. rub some alcohol in and and you, on top and you'll be fine. If you're Greek, put some Windex. Some Windex. Well, I seen that at the my Greek wedding, Make, so I don't know. My <laughs> big fat yeah. Greek Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put some Windex on that shit. Right, you wow. don't talk, you don't go to doctors. Um you're right. you know, that's a luxury for us and and therapy is a rich people's disease and uh you know or a luxury and so that's we're not good enough yeah for that it's one of those uh es que estás de huevón. you know if your mind is working you don't have time to yeah. feel yeah. sad or feel fucking whatever you right. know yeah, mm-hmm. right. you're just there chilling not doing shit Pónganse a trabajar yeah yeah and like and a lot of you are alcoholics now yeah i wonder why yep I wonder why, Bart. Sheesh, that was for you, buddy. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking great. about like you know our our a lot like of um, like our parents, <laughs> yeah. right? Like that's how they coped. You talk about yeah. like we worked in the fields, and from the point that we woke up to the point you went to sleep, you were working, and it's like all of this unhealed trauma you never learned to deal with. What what better way to cope with it than to like chug some alcohol, yeah. either get violent or cry? Yeah. Get violent usually probably for those guys. It happens for some, right? And so it's just, it's just like literally this, like you say, you go from one topic to another, like this little topic can stem into so many sources of trauma for so many people in our community. Right. I think we got some guys coming in, right? Yeah. The rest of our Better late than never. Yeah, better late than never. Fucking Samuel L. (laughs) we're gonna keep chopping it up with some more awesome subjects because i know that paula is uh the the episodes that i've heard you're always shouting or you know talking about some good stuff that i like to, to talk about so current event we're gonna talk a little bit about afghanistan and give me your opinion on what's going on over there, what you think of it. I don't know if you're very political or not. Or Yeah. Okay. 
I well, mean, I mean, I right. stay. I like to stay. We're informed. also gonna talk about the China virus. Is that, can I call it that, bro? I can call it that, right, bro? You're gonna get canceled. No. no. Why? That's so wrong. But it leaked from China, though, right? But it's not the China virus. But I, I came from there. It's like saying no. the Mexican a taco. It's like the Mexican taco, right? <laughs> Mexican taco. I mean, it's coming from Mexico. Oh my gosh, he's being sarcastic. I am. I am. <laughs> but we'll talk about China virus in a bit. But. Uh, <laughs> Afghanistan. I do not condone those comments. <laughs> it's a family show, guys. It's, it's a family it's a show. Family, it's a family yeah. show. How do you feel about that? About Afghanistan. It's awful. It is. I think that the history of what's happened to that country is just it's devastating. You have um somebody was just mentioning it this morning and I think the president was supposed to speak around he did, yeah. three three or four, something like that. And I, I didn't catch it. I was like on my way here, but it's just the United States is such a superpower. And unfortunately for us to stay a superpower, so many other places get in the way. And a lot of the times we're there and I think we are meant to help. And, and, but like you were talking about earlier, right? You know, the almighty dollar, it speaks and it moves everything. Oh, yeah. And so now you have this total devastation. And somebody made a comment this morning talking about, you know, got to get out of there. And I hope they got all of the Americans out. And, you know, it's just, you know, they need to stop letting those people in here. They're just a bunch of terrorists. And I was like, God damn it. Like, are we, we're like in 2021, right? Yeah. 2021. Yeah, we are, we are. 2021. We're like almost into 2022. We're like halfway. We're like yeah, literally yeah. a hop, skip, and a jump away, and yeah. it's just like, have we fucking not learned anything? No, we haven't. Have we not? And and I was just like, I took a deep breath, and I was like, you know what? Sometimes it's worth it, and for some people, a certain age, it'll just never make a difference. Once you reach a certain age, if you're really not open. You don't have an open mind. That's never going to change. And that's why these things keep happening. And yeah. those poor people, those people that you saw on TV, literally holding on for dear life to the tires of a jetliner. Yeah. Some fell. They're yeah. not doing Double it died. because they want to come and bomb our country. No. Right. They're literally hanging on to tires in the air, knowing that the only thing that's probably going to happen is that they're going they to fall, fall to their death. And they'd rather do that to try and escape the unlivable horror that they are subjected to every day because this place that they live has been in a war probably that's all they've ever known right people born into it you know yeah yeah yeah. they're people they are people yes there are shitty ass people that have done shitty ass things but that's the same thing that they say about us Right? What did they say? We're nothing but rapists and drug dealers and X, Y, and Z. We, you know, don't go to Mexico because your head's going to get chopped off and this and that, like all of these. But yet, you know, it just, it just, it really pisses me off. Yeah. It's very frustrating, man. You, you, you know, 20 years about, I think they're saying like two to four trillion dollars that they invested over there. But then I started thinking, like, if that's what they invested over there, <laughs> how fucking much did they make? Like, dude, that's what they invested. They probably made fucking a thousand times that. Like, facile. Like, all these um, military, you know, departments and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, they just left a shitload of, you know, Humvees and 
weapons and they, they didn't give a shit. They just left. They got up and left. And I'm not saying that it was a mistake. You know, I've been reading all this shit yesterday and today and some people obviously are bashing Biden and, you know, this is fucking when George Bush was in there and he went in there and fucked shit up. You know, and Obama... Look, I'm neither red nor blue, but fuck Obama, man. Like you're disappointed. He, he disappointed me a lot with a lot of the things that he did when he, while in office. Um, granted, he's black and whatnot, and that was cool. But I expected more from him. But it's it's very disappointing. It is the Almighty Daughter, yeah. unfortunately. That's now, what moves Now things. China's in there. We just had a big talk about China last week. How uh, are you familiar with this whole North Korea? Yeah. What's going on? There? Yeah, 2021, and we have, you know, fucking death camps still. Like, fuck, is this like Nazi Germany time? It's the same fucking thing. It's in North Korea. It's no electricity country. Goddamn, people are picking up their own feces for a living to survive for fertilizer. And China, who is a fucking country that's fucking supporting that regime, is now budding up with, with uh, you know, with... um. The goddamn terrorists. What's their name? The guys that are taking over right now? Uh, at Kabul? Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Al-Qaeda. It's not Al-Qaeda. It's not Al-Qaeda. No. Taliban. Taliban. Now they're being buddy-buddy yeah. with the Taliban. China wow. is. I was like, are you serious? Now China's going to go in there for another 20 years. Yeah, Watch. but then what has the U.S. been doing? I mean, it's just... It, honestly, if you start talking about it, it's a never-ending circle you'll end yeah. up at the same place because well, what moves like you said you know what what stops and starts everything is the almighty dollar yeah and what we can see is altruistic and you're talking about like you know obama or what's biden doing now there's only so much somebody can do when they are being stopped i mean we have congress right congress checks and balances which is why our country i think that's what differentiates us one of the things right in our government from other other places and that's why maybe right. perhaps yet yeah, we we haven't fallen we have um you know like when trump was in office and as many you know many horrible things were done and let go but many more things could have happened if we didn't have you know sort of those checks and balances although some of that stuff was really hinky and i would like like 10 years in the future to look back and be like did you just like it was like a child throwing a tantrum and did you just let him have the toy because you don't want to hear him anymore because some of that stuff was like "Mm, real questionable but for you when you have other presidents that have obviously been political like you have obama you have biden um there's only so much you can do and and you only have like you know four years eight years and people are stopping you but you're right i mean at the end of the day they're human and they have their own agendas because they have their own political uh uh, pushes that they want to things that they want to move and and get done and so if they do this will you know congress or whoever allow them to do this or you have lobbyists pushing for different things and so if you're not well versed in you know, American government and politics and you're thinking, oh, they suck. They all, well, yeah, they all suck yeah. because our interests, <laughs> yeah, because our interests from all the way down here are never, we're never going to feel like our interests are met. The people up here, yeah. those are the ones yes. that those are the movers and shakers and those are the people that get people elected. That's why like these the last ones. few elections yeah. have meant so much because now you're seeing people actually, when we mobilize ourselves and when we, uh, get together we could actually make a difference and that's when it scares them but before that they don't care yeah we don't elect presidents yeah it's not us it's, it's the one percenters man 
It's not us. And so why would our interests ever be anyone's concern? You have to start at the bottom. You have to start with, you know, your your local elections. And that's where you make a difference. You educate yourself and you get a seat on the local school board. If yeah. your kid's school sucks so bad, they have no funding. That's where you start. You're not out there yelling. Yeah, like the presidency, of course it matters. But if you're talking about where you can exercise real change, that's where, like in our communities, um, and then it makes a difference. But yeah, like those people aren't going to do shit for us. It's never going to happen. Yeah. It's never. And even if it does, like with the stimulus checks and things like that, there's always something at the end of the tunnel. Right now, people are getting that child tax credit. Yeah. Thinking it's free money. Not knowing that there's a stipulation. Your ass has to pay that back. Yeah. It's like kind of like a little advance. Like, you know, you got a record deal. Here's a little advance. And then like, to, you know, like TLC later on, you're broke. You yeah. have nothing. Technically, is correct me if I'm wrong. Is that technically the money that you're getting at the end of the year anyway? The and now like you're just advance? getting it in advance now. Yeah. So now when you file your taxes, if you're expecting let's say twelve hundred bucks per child, you're not gonna get it because you already got it in in payments or whatever. Yes and no. A lot of them have different clauses. Like, what if you lose your job? Or it's honestly contingent on so many factors. Yeah. So you might have to end up paying. Something Most, back. if not all, back. Yeah, you never know. Or a yeah. lot of people are lying through their teeth. Yeah. They never even paid child support for their kids. Now they want to claim everybody left and right. You have families double claiming. There's so many shenanigans happening right now um, because you think, oh, you know, finally the government's doing something for us and you're not reading the fine print and you're going to get fucked. Fuck yeah. And that's what happens to us because they excite you about these little things and you're not seeing the big picture. No, you're excited. You're going to get a Gucci belt. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're about to get in there. Yeah, look at la panza. It's going to bust the belt and fuck the resale value. That, that, that's it. These are las chingonas. They're going to go get a BBL <laughs> with that money <laughs> on today's episode. Yeah. 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 That's so crazy. So it's just like all of those little things. And it starts with education. And we have to educate our communities and let our parents know like all of these things, like scams and not signing up for every little thing because you don't know where that's going to come bite you in the ass. Yeah. You know, down the road, you get excited and you're desperate and you think, you know, this is really going to make a difference or I'm going to go and play at the casino and I'll make double my money back. And then yeah. you're fucked. You have no food same, and no money. Same thing with the PPP loans, I think, too. Oh, so, yeah. don't even get me. A lot of people have you been reading up that. on that stuff yeah. that's happening right now? You have like celebrities right now coming to their knees because they have been leave, living so far above their means. Like they have... They portray this image of like these houses and cars and, and jewelry and touring stopped, you know, promotions, everything. Their money stopped. They weren't right. investing. And you could see because now they're like starting OnlyFans and applying for PPP loans. And now the government doesn't care that you're, you know, you sold and you've gone platinum. Your ass is going to jail. Yeah. If you can't pay that money That's back. That's nuts, man. Everything. And so now you have regular Joe Schmo on the street. I can do that. I, I can apply, right? Like, you know, let me know you have a little business, make up a business, put so-and-so's address. And then the FBI was then working with local PD and leaking that shit on Facebook. Yeah. People's addresses saying. I saw you guys, you guys yes. talked about that. Got yes. shot in shit. Dude. Yes. man. They, it, I mean, this shit is nefarious and people just think that they're getting slick. The government's going to get you. You, I mean, like, no, I think I'm smart. I'm not that smart. Like right. they're going to get your ass. And especially these people like taking pictures of like recording themselves. I'm spending this money with this people, this PPP money. Like 
Really? <laughs> yeah. First fucking Bart. Fuck you. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Never. No, so I, I think we just... I remember, I remember Jose, Jose talk, called me about, hey, what do you think about these people? Like, nah, don't get that shit. Unless you can pay that motherfucker back off, then get it. But if you don't need it, ni para que le muevas, güey. Yeah, even legitimate businesses, actually legitimate businesses that filed properly. If there was a mistake, because people make mistakes. I mean, you have paper pushers all everywhere. If somebody's tired and shit the wrong way, and like people are really getting in trouble. Like even legitimate, and it's taking forever to clear up mistakes. Yeah, PPPs, mm-hmm. not yeah. the way to, I mean. Not the way to go. And yeah, you do get excited. They were handing that shit out, man. That's why. They're just like, man, just come up with a fucking, I remember I had my compa Roca. Like, hey, compa, did you hear about this? I got this guy. He's my accountant. All he needs is your name. Come up with a payroll. You're approved. I'm like, nah, something doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, what was happening with all those accountants, like, back in the day, like, you know, how somebody had an accountant, everybody would go to that accountant. Yeah. And then their IRS, five years later, started auditing everybody. Where was that accountant? Now, your ass was on the hook for that. It is bueno. Oh. Yeah, yeah, sí, ve con él, nomás te cobra 50 dólares, ¿verdad? Yeah. Yeah, but it's in his basement. Ahí está bien. Yeah. Ahí él se concentra en su casa más. No, you you laugh, but all of these viejitos, like, you know, they would go to these people, and that's the part that you don't hear years later, because they'll take their time. It'll be 10 years, 20 years down the road, but they're going to get you. The IRS will get their money. They're building, they're just building that. That file, man, that case. Be careful, guys, out there with that money. Yeah. Keep it in your mattress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking um, yeah. I know that you had been doing the podcasting thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep moving it. Um, and then whenever I would shout out podcasts, you would, you know, randomly message, oh, that looks good. And, you know, I got to listen to this. What are your top five podcasts since you started doing podcasting? That you would recommend? That I would, well, it sucks because I love cereal. Cereal was honestly one of the ones that kicked it off. But then um, the one with um, um, Adnan Syed. Okay. No, are you, so it was one of the very first podcasts that blew up that oh, everybody was talking about. They made an HBO documentary. Yes. 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 I've oh, seen the God. documentary. Yes. And that went, oh, I mean, that's just That gone. blew up. That so, blew up. Yeah, yeah. Una yeah. señora lo hizo, ¿verdad? Um, yes. Well, yeah. Uh, Phoebe, I think her name was Phoebe, and then I think it was like through NPR. Have you seen that and, compar, or no? No, I have not. Oh, that's a good one, man. Yeah, Poor guy, was, man. I mean, I, I don't even get me started. It's a, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Because then you think about, the thing is, so much. there's so much information out there, period, where now you're thinking, you're like, wait, did he do is it? Is it poor guy? Yeah. Yeah. That first, you're like, no, nah, this poor, you know, high school kid. And and then, um, you know, I don't know. It's been like five, six years, maybe, since the initial podcast. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, I never like, listened now, to podcasts. Yeah. Now you're like, the documentary is good, second. man. It's very good. To check it out. What's it called? Yeah, um, it's serial. Oh, okay. Or it, I think on it's on Netflix. Uh, the the guy's name is Adnan Syed. I'll look it up. I don't remember what it. It's, what it's on called. Netflix. It, yeah, okay. the documentary is on. I, I think it's on HBO when it first came out. Was I'm it not? So sure. uh, his name was Adnan Syed. It came from Serial, the podcast. That was their Serial first podcast. season. Yeah. 
And it took her forever. It took her years and years to compile that. And that's what got me. She actually did research. I mean, they went to... She went hardcore research. The town yeah. where they yeah. where it happened. And they they like, um, they like took a timer. How, how long would it take at the point where school would let out? And there was that, that real-time traffic from here to the library, to the to this train station, to the park where they found her. And where did he say he was? And where was the last phone call? And they, I mean, they, they maps and measurements and just the whole deal. Yeah, that's a good one. Everything. And I mean, that type of that type of like research and genuine interest in, in something. And then you think, well, I wonder if there's something there. Like, why this case? What was it about? And it was like, honestly, a case that gripped the whole country. Everybody was talking about it. Yeah. So that was definitely one. Um, the second season, unfortunately, wasn't that good. It was about uh, uh, a soldier uh, and that something happened. I mean, he got caught, and I, I don't know. There wasn't, it wasn't as compelling. It was an unfortunate story, but not as compelling. Uh, but definitely Joe Rogan. I think that's one of those people that that makes you think. Yeah. And his podcasts are like two, three hours long. Yeah. But they're so worth it because honestly, it's like food for your brain. It makes you think, and and even if you don't agree with him, and I definitely don't. Um, in every podcast, but right. it gives you like you know one one of the things that they say right. Like if you're the smartest person in the room, in the wrong room, then you're in the wrong room. Yeah. And I like to be somewhere where somebody's challenging my my preconceived notions, my thoughts, my ideas, because there's always something to learn from somebody else, even if it's somebody that doesn't agree with you. Correct. Because there's a reason, right? Well, what's their line of thinking that they don't they don't think the same way? They have other information. What's that information? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And information's always good information. I mean, you could always do your research and okay, this is bullshit and this doesn't align with what I think, and that you're free to think that. But um, it's always extra knowledge. And that's like definitely one of my my top ones. There's another one. Um, her name is uh, uh, the podcast is called Tea Time Unfiltered, and it's this woman. She lives in Minnesota, and when everything started going down with with uh, George Floyd. She was one of the first people, she was out there. And she's a black woman. And the reason I say that is because she goes hard for facts. And she's like, not just because I'm black or I'm minority or I'm a woman, am I going to automatically, uh, you know, give props when somebody fucks up, even if they're black, even if they're Latino. And she will go hard and she'll like she will call people out and she will is one of those people that as soon as, as soon as a news story breaks, uh, you know how everybody rushes yeah. to cover the story because so they want to be, be first, first yeah. and they give you the wrong information. And a lot of people retract. Uh, mo- well, some people retract. Most don't. And then what happens is now you have all these fools out there walking around repeating the fake news, the fake news. And that's where we get that from. And so she will always take her time and really cover a subject and go in depth, like, you know, from what's happening in Haiti right now. Yeah, that was crazy, too. Yeah. To um, just like any case. I mean, she does a lot of celebrity news coverage, which I I follow that a lot. And that's a a big part of what I do as well. But also just like any type of case, um, Dr. Dre, for example, what's happening with him and his daughter recently. That was out in the news, but also, you know, all of these different police brutality cases. And um, uh, right now what's happening with the pandemic and this third, fourth wave that we're experiencing and the like with the shots and how a lot of places are giving 
you know, fake sailing shots to people. Yeah. It's just honestly information from the beginning. She was one of the first people to start reporting on the pandemic and telling people like, hey, you know, start paying attention, take care of yourselves, you know, get some provisions. And people were like, oh, that's stupid. That's not true. That's never going to happen. And, you know, start trying to grow your own food. And what's happening in Texas, the frost that happened in Texas um what was it when the, when the power went out yes yeah. and they had like that crazy like winter storm and all of those crops how that's going to end up affecting us soon because we get a lot of our crops from texas and so if they lost all of the all of those crops harvest, you know there's yeah. all yeah so at some point that's gonna hit us and that's gonna affect us the price of meat right now what's yeah. happening the shortage restaurants can't get chicken to save their life we're even having a shortage on ketchup sounds stupid but when you're down like on ketchup like what else is down yeah next stop like, buying, that sounds really stop buying stop that buying costco me. chicken too i just seen it i just seen a documentary on then poor chickens are all fucked up because they're like but, how does costco keep their chicken at five bucks and they always said oh because we make it up with all the other products and that's lies i just seen this doc- i forgot what the documentary was i forgot Casco, uh, look at maybe look at <laughs> Casco chicken. chicken. Why it's five bucks, but they're like fucking all fucked up, man. Poor poor chicken. They're they're so fat. They just they just lay on their back because they can't even walk. And then I stand, and they're just on their back to this pluman, and they're like all fucked up. So those are the those are the Costco five dollar chickens. Wow. So stop. Yeah. Huh. And I, I don't know if I watched seen it on BuzzFeed, but I mean I'm sure BuzzFeed might have talked about it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, and it's all kind of stuff. When we like had Scotty Munoz from Todonilco, he kind of explained the yeah. price of meat. Yeah. You know, like from that to the fuel, talk, you know, yeah. fuel going up, the guy transporting it from the fucking to the slaughterhouse to, to the, you know, to the restaurants. He talked about that. He talked about, you know, the vegetables, some, yeah. you know, everything. The bread from the tortas, how it went up 50%. I mean, he just broke it down for people that were giving him shit for the tacos being four bucks a taco. Kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all yeah. of that. No, all of that. It's, it's a trickle-down effect. And, you know, if you have sometimes, you know, all people could afford is to buy t- tacos for dinner because groceries are too expensive. Like, yeah. literally buying groceries, vegetables, fruits, it's really expensive. It's always been expensive, um, which is why, right, a lot of our community, it's, like, overweight because fast food is a lot of the times the quickest, cheapest thing that you can get. And um, when you're looking at the price of a taco before dollars, you're like the hell what's going on yeah, yeah. no it's all of it and, and eventually right now certain people certain communities are starting to feel it yeah. it it's going to it's going to keep happening we haven't recovered i mean you think about oh, no. we're in 2021 thinking did you think in 2020 that this was going to go on this long they said yeah. by june we'll be done okay by august never mind by september and then okay 2021 maybe 2022 we're clear this is i mean they're talking about possibly shutting down again yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. And this then is one months after one month after Lollapalooza. Mm. The dollar. We just talked about the dollar yeah. being king. Yeah. I, I That's mean, why I have so a lot of issues, man. I do have a lot of issues when it comes to shit like that. Just because. Look, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I got my vaccines, you know, and, mm. and the more and more time passes, the more and more I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what really is going on now? Yeah. You know, when I said China virus, I'm obviously being a fucking sarcastic guy. But it did leak from over there. You know, everything's pointing to it's like a now it's like a 98% chance it leaked from there, according to 
Brett Weinstein. And, um, you know, it's just like, what's going on? Why, why the cover-up with that? You know, like, there's more to it. You know, the, e- the, the Fauci emails. You know, like, what really is going on with all that stuff? There's always something more, right? And that they think that if a large number of people knew the same information at the same time, like, what would happen? So it's like one of those things where you filter a little bit of information. Like, what was that one ridiculous thing that came out? Not recently, but uh, within the last year about the UFOs and how very oh, casually they talk actually... about UFOs with me. No, but I'm saying, right, My it's one of those subject. big mysteries yeah. that they've always said, like, oh, you guys are, like, dumb. That's not true. It doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. And then casually in this this uh, tweet or email or something, right, it was almost like they confirmed... Well, they confirmed the, that New York yeah. Times, 2017, they did a big article. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like they're telling, you know, it's like what's happening over here so you won't look over here. Yeah. And like one of those things that you you've had blockbuster movies about and all of this investigation and people, you know, going to and all the cover-ups, really. All of these things yeah. because they're telling you don't this isn't real, but now you're having yeah, well maybe it was. Yeah. And so now we have this other <laughs> stuff happening was. and you're thinking, well, why are there so many variants? Where did it really come from? Is this vaccine really protect and it's just like, you know, you kind of just hold your hand to God and you cross your fingers and you just say a little prayer and you hope because oh, what else can you Look do right now? Guy. I don't know about that one, though, Paula. Which part? Which uh, part? You know, the, the God part. I, I mean, mean hey, you, you know, you do what you have to, you know, yeah. you dance in a circle and, and you, I mean, you do whatever you need to do. I'm just saying. You do whatever, every, that's the thing that's like right now, everybody's well, basically, like, on, yeah, doing what they need to do. Like at the beginning, yeah, yeah. at least for the first um, solid year, I didn't leave my house Same. for anything. And people like would make fun of me. And I even in the podcast, oh, you know, I wouldn't, no one was coming in my house. I was, the only reason I would leave was to go grocery shopping. And then when I started back at work and I worked. Uh, you know, I work uh, around like at a school, so I was being very careful. And my child was at home, and then um, my husband was at home, and so we were very careful. We were bringing the bags in and wiping down the Washing bags it, and wiping yeah. the surfaces. And it was scary times. The clothes that you went out with, like they didn't make it into the house. It was like this whole thing. And then let's you kind of let's burn the fucking clothes. You know, <laughs> clothes are expensive. Let's buy the four ninety nine perfume and fucking put that shit on there. Yeah, it clothes kills are the very. We're not burning anything. It's not good for the environment. Uh, no, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, you have all of these things and then you kind of start to ease up, ease up. And then it's like, oh, we'll get scared again. And then you started to ease up, oh, red alert. And so yeah. you just, and I got to the point where like, dude, and I can't even talk shit about the people. I'll post. I just came from Disneyland. There you go. And you know, and I was literally, I had to stick up my ass with this whole thing the whole time. California is fucking like worse than Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I, think, right? I know. Yeah, California is bad. I, yeah. How was that like even open? Thing, I I think they're like like two point three seconds away. You know they have like two two business days before they close. I think. Yeah, it's I bet. not. Yeah, California's it's not great. All fucked up over there. It's so. not great, but it was one of those things where like shit. Like we literally did not leave the house for nothing other than grocery shopping and for me to go to work. Yeah. And I was like, my kid had just graduated. She's about to start high school. My husband travels like a lot. Like his his travel is probably about to pick up, like, depending on what's happening again. Right. And I was like, dude, I want to do a little something, like, to support my kid and and just do something together. We hadn't traveled in years, mostly because of, like, my husband's schedule and my schedule and her, you know, our schedule is just really complicated. 
And then uh, we had bought our tickets, and I was kind of like, no, I can't leave work, I can't leave work, but I was doing that, fuck it, let's, let's go. And then we go, and literally a day before, two days before, that's when the whole mass mandate came back. Uh, We're like, yeah, maybe yeah. we shouldn't do this, but I was like, you know, fuck it. Fuck I'm it, we, a got rebel. Our, we got our vaccine go. passports. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> hey, pretty soon, right? I don't know. I was that's like, crazy too, man, though. To me, that's just, I don't know, man. See, that's where, I, that's where for me, it's, it gets very, very, the line is very thin, man, like, you know, vaccine passports, you know, restaurants having to, well, you have to have a vaccine. You know, that's a lot of Mexicans that work the restaurant business. And the Mexican, the brown and the black community are the communities that have, are, are least vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And uh, that could be for our ignorance, um, whatever you want to call it, right? Our laziness of just not wanting to, we don't even go to the doctor, like the, how you yeah. say, uh, said it earlier. Um, Actually, though, our communities have been stepping up. Uh, if you look at the numbers, yeah, it's not really our communities. Is it the, the primos? It's the opposite. Is no. it the primos? It's the guaritos, man. Uh, you have certain countries. Guys, if, you look at, if you look at the numbers. Are you looking at the, are so, you, are you looking at the south? Are you looking at? Yeah. Are you looking so at the if south you, Okay, so unfortunately, if you look at the numbers and we look at it, they're propagating that it's our communities. And yeah. again, it puts this fear and it puts like this finger that has always been pointing at us. Like, be mad at them. It's them. They're the ones that don't want to do it. When this time around, it is not actually us. Yeah. You're looking at, really looking at the numbers. It is, it is in us, but it, it helps um, spread the narrative. That if it us. is us, yes. Because then you have this, this idea that being mad at our communities and us being at fault, that's where it always lands and that's where it lies. And okay, that, that fits the profile. That, that's okay, well, if they want to die, let them die. When honestly, it's not us. Large number of the people that are not vaccinated are well-to-do. They have the means. They have the opportunity. They have the information and the resources they just at their fingertips. To. They just choose not to. Okay. For whatever reason, and everybody, that's why we live in this country, because you have the ability to make those types of choices. But it right. is being it, the narrative is being spun that it is our communities. And, it is, and, and for the percentage that it is, it's still access. They don't have vehicles, even though they are trying to like have Uber. At one point, they were trying to have like Ubers oh, shit. and things like that for people to take them to vaccination sites. But uh, it's fear. That's a lot of, of our communities that are, are undocumented, that are, are still afraid. And so in those instances, you, you look at what the story is and it makes sense. But in large majority, it's not us. I hope it's not. It is not us. Because the people that are going to, if it is. I think obviously we'll be very affected by not being able to travel and not being able to yeah. go to work. You know, if, I, I hope that we're that it's not. But yeah. um, that's that's a tough one for me. That's why that that's where I stand with that. But I mean, I'm vaccinated. It, it I feel fine. It just fucked up my shoulder. <laughs> like Your now shoulder. I can't now I can't lift my right arm. You're playing. You're like I'm off. No, I'm I'm like it fucked up my cartilage or some shit. Like I, I don't know. I don't. Know I did vax way. You're not vaxxed? No, no, Wow. Like, I don't know. I'm not. Well, God, who somebody let this guy didn't in? tell me no, to put my mask yeah. on. Wow. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, dude, I, I, I was around. My whole thought process was that I was around a bunch of people that caught the virus, and oh I did it. Oh my god! Here goes this logic. And, and I why. and I got vaccinated all those times, or um, tested all those times. You know, like it was like four different times. When I went back to work, because I was off work for a bit when I broke my shit. Um. From a 20-man crew or a 15-man crew, three people were left that didn't get 
that you're didn't one get of the them. virus. And I was one of them. My mom got the virus. She came into town. She lives out of town, you know, and we saw her and she was sick, sick, coughing all over us, you know, but we went to go say hi to her, you know, like I hadn't seen my mom. So I went to go say hi to her again, got tested, nothing. It was like forced instances and I was never positive, you know. But there I are a lot of false sick. positives too, though. I never got. Yeah, sick. there was a lot of false positives or false, a false negatives. False negatives. Yeah, yeah. there's just, just so much positive. that we still don't know. Like you could have been tested one day, but then yeah. had it the next. I mean, just literally with the way that this is working, it's just really bizarre. Some people are just really lucky. Some people get sick and they're totally fine. Other people are dying. gotten sick and dying, yeah, or yeah. they have shunts in their brain now. Um, they their heart is totally messed up. You had that young boy and was it was it possibly Texas? I can't remember. He was like a super athlete. He had like played through broken shoulders and like this amazing high school football player. He's literally fighting for his life. Okay. Um right now. It's well, you literally never know because at first they were saying, Oh, kids can't get it, kids are yeah. safe, teens are good. And then we started seeing, you know, thirty year olds have, you know, yeah. failing hearts and all we we unfortunately don't know enough yet and i mean everybody can make their own choice but if you can do whatever you can do to protect yourself uh i mean it's something worth looking at yeah yeah it's scary even for your whoever has kids because they're saying the teenagers if they get it they found like this irregular heartbeat now and or enlarged heart or something like that so i'm like well what the fuck should i do should i give my kid a goddamn vaccine or should i not like you're just stuck in the middle i think Mm -hmm. when it comes to that but Damn, go buy you. Just go get it, man. <laughs> go get the Johnson and Johnson. Is that the good <laughs> yeah, one? Don't get the Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> See, why not? Up. That's why you. They're fucked up. I'm straight. Ah, oh, stop. Straight. You don't want to be. You don't have the five G in you. <laughs> We're not that important, G, man. Yeah. We are literally not that important. We're goddamn ants. We are ants. not that. They won't put microchips in soldiers overseas. Um and. To figure out, you know, where right. everybody's at, we're literally not that important. Yeah, like they're they're like like everybody the says they're in our thing. phone. I just don't. You take our phone everywhere. Oh yeah, I mean I believe all that. Yeah, if you have Siri or not Siri, no, Alexa the, the in your house, that, that's not something I. Believe. Oh, okay. I don't believe that shit at all. I just I don't know. I just you don't trust it. You, you, you just don't want to get it. I just right. don't want to get it. I don't. Know. All right, man. Funny enough, though, the microchip there is testing for stuff. I mean, that's like a whole other thing. For um to put your credit card or to open door like there's a that's a whole other phase that's a, it's actually like a thing that, that's, yes that's true you could yeah. actually there's actually one that you could implant yourself yeah but I don't yeah but that's what I'm saying I don't believe the government's trying to put them I mean like, at some I point I wouldn't doubt it but right now that's not what it is what's um Neuralink that's what my boy Bart wants he wants to volunteer to be. Uh, Elon Musk fucking neurally <laughs> have the phone into his fucking brain. And I'm good. You no longer are gonna speak. You're just gonna talk to me with fucking thoughts. <laughs> Telepathy. Yeah. Pero no quiere la vaccine. Pero quiere la vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you're also like a big movie aficionado, aficionada, or whatever it is. But you love movies. Yes. Give me I your top movies. three movies because I know you talk movies a lot too. Oh my gosh! Like sometimes I think. The worse the movie it is, the better. Like I love shitty oh, you, movies. Okay. Yes, I mean there's obviously some good movies. I mean we're talking about like you know Godfather, Scarface. Uh, there's like some really really good like uh, God, what is it called? Um, uh, Citizen Kane. Okay. There's some movies that really make you think. 
Casablanca. I like the old. The black and white Casablanca? Yes, I, yes the black yeah. and white Casablanca. Um, just like old movies I really, really like because you really, you, there you get to see the actual artistry where a lot of it now you see like the big action and the CGI. Yeah. And yeah. before you were actually looking at the story and yeah. the acting. The yes. And I love, I love that era. Um, but yeah, no, sometimes like really shitty, crappy movies the worse the better they are oh, uh, horror shit. horror movies are those are like i could talk about horror movies oh really suspense thrillers movies. all day you don't like horror all movies. of them you can't do them wow really yeah. i love horror i'll watch them so in the dark by you? myself horror movie um omen the original uh, omen yeah 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 uh the, the exorcist i those like old but ones you feel like they're kind of fucking cheesy though like but again, it's about the story because it's where those concepts that you have now, yeah. that's where they originated. Yeah. And so like that's where the real idea came from. And when you're talking about, and I'm here, I'm talking about Omen with uh, Damien. I believe it was Omen 2. Okay. And you're talking about this, you the, the most pure thing on this earth, right? Which is a child. Yeah. And then you're transposing it. And it's like literally the son of the devil, if not like the devil incarnate. And then you're like, that's fucked up. Nice. That's Ex- scary. Exorcist. The uh, no uh, omen. No, no, I'm omen. saying, but you also like the oh Exorcist. the Exorcist. Yes, but like one thing I just don't fuck with is movies with El Chamuco. Those do scare me <laughs> because Chamuco. that you never know. Like, what do you mean? Talk What's about, El Chamuco like, though? Huh? What's El Chamuco? Like the devil, bro. You know oh. El Chamuco? Oh, oh, El Chamuco, okay, okay. like. Because there's this... Like, it, I can't no, even say the name. That's the one thing I'll be like, oh, yeah. There's this great uh, HBO series. Uh, God damn it. The Detectives. You guys ever catch that? Un Moreno and um, really famous... Uh, was it Ethan Hawke? They're detectives and, and, and they're, the guy is a chamuco. It's an actual chamuco. Like it's a spirit. is is a killer. I forget no. what the name is. I'll, I'll no. put you guys on. But I think... The ones with the devil are the good ones, right? Well, there are some, but there's just like some stuff that like literally pushes the limit. And it's just like uh, when you have like some people literally doing exorcisms yeah. and there's just some stuff like that. Like, you know, you're watching something and I memorize dialogue like I can sit there and give you full on like dialogue from a full movie. But some of them like, don't remember that. Don't remember that. Don't remember that. And <laughs> like the Exorcist of Emily Rose. Like, do you like all of those? Too, all of no? those. Like, um, there's this one. It's called Insidious. If you ever oh. watch. That, that, that's one of the, I was about to say that that was the last one I watched and that motherfucker scared the yes. fuck out of me bro I think that's literally the last scary movie the last scary movie that I watched that was fucking good yeah Insidious I mean if, I think there's three maybe four yeah Oh, I know one or two. Yeah, really there's good. a few, I but the I mean, first... they're and usually like the more you get, they start to like yes. kind of suck. Yeah. No, no, these the are... first one was the one that I watched, and I know it was really good. I think ever since then, I was not able to watch. It's a little scary freaky, movie. man. They that are good because it's like freaky. I like Sinister. Yes, that one's great, man. Sinister is uh, really sure, good. I don't know if I've seen that. No, dude, I love scary movies, man. Um, and then also, aparte del chamuco, I I like <laughs> I like the suspense, man. There's this one uh, called The Others. Yes. Uh, Not the one with Nicole Kidman, but the one where they're in in a house. Because that's the original one, the one with Nicole Kidman. There's another one where they're in a house. It's based off a true story. And they go and they knock on the door and they have like a mask on. (gasps) Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Is Emily home? And the fucking light, tafundida. And then they just 
Oh man, it's a great movie with the pig masks yes. or whatever. Yeah, yes, yeah. that those are some of the it. other ones that I'm like because I'm 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 by myself a lot right. of the times, and that's like that real like that merging of horror with real life because it could actually you know happen. We're yeah. not talking about witches and warlocks. We're talking about some yeah. psycho coming to your door, yeah. which and freaking is you a, out. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. And then that one's just like, oh yes, I'll hold love I like that. I like I like the suspense of it. It just it gets you, it keeps you on your toes at least. Yeah. And with the Chayamuku ones, man, I love all of them. Anything that has to do involved with the priest, you know, fucking there, fighting there the devil. There are some. There are some like the nun. That one was pretty good. Did you like that? I just watched it, and it's only more than anything um, because I watched. So it, it it's part of it's part of the whole series of. Um, not it's like the Amityville horror, but um, the Annabelle story and all of those. So yeah. a lot of those are have versions of things that really happened with right. Emily and what was her husband's name? Something Warren, the yeah, Warrens. Yeah. And so did, uh, the newer, uh, uh, yeah, I the know, Conjuring. Watching, yes, the Conjuring. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah the car, con, the Conjuring that series. It was a great one. Yeah, his last one was great. But all of that, if you think about it, there are things that, I mean, a lot of it has been greatly embellished for the movies, but these people actually existed. There's books. I actually have somebody that I was trying to get an interview with, hoping I'm not shooting myself in the foot, with um, when the Warrens passed. So now this person has all of that stuff. Stop. So I was going to fly to Salem in October to interview. Salem. And so I was talking to my husband. Another crazy fucking story. I've loved, I've so, I love, I was talking to my husband. I was like, so do I go to the place or do we meet at a coffee shop? And he's like, Estás bien pendeja. <laughs> yeah, you got to meet at a coffee shop, man. I was like, because, right, the, the thing they tell you is like, don't touch this shit. Like, don't go near the stuff and, and all of this. I mean, and part of me is like, you know, you want to, I mean, how could I not like this stuff? And if I didn't sort of kind of believe. Yeah. But then I was like, dude, like, I'm going to come home with, some shit attached to me. So <laughs> well, it's like these guys. Know. Como se llaman esos guys that would do the reality? The ghost hunters. The ghost and the... hunters. Did you read about that guy, Zach? Uh, ghost Adventures. Um, that guy, Zach, ended up buying this the Devil's House in East Chicago, Indiana. The bunk With the bunker or something in it? I don't was know if it, it had one? a bunker. No, this was like an abandoned house, literally. Okay. And everyone that set foot in there was dying. Sure. Like something was happening to them. Like the police officer was like fucking puking like uh, for yeah. a week straight, and you know people were in like Indiana. No, wasn't it in the yeah, house in Indiana? Chicago. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. East Chicago. Okay, yes, yes, yes. It was right around the corner from here, technically. And th- there's a documentary on that. Mm-hmm, I think it's called mm-hmm. The Devil's House. If I, I might be wrong, but it's with that guy Zach from Ghost Adventures. And you know, I started watching that, and then the guy that used to do Ghost Adventures with him, El Pelon, he ended up re- like retiring, like because. A demon followed his ass to his family, to his home, and started fucking with him. And he's just like, you know what, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. But all of that intrigues me too. Like I, I had told these guys, like, I'm down. Like I'm, I'm a guy that, yeah, you know, I'm gonna get scared, but I'm down if you're like, hey, let's go to the cemetery. It's like me and my compadre Fry when we were in high school, John F. Kennedy. Yeah, we would go and dude. And we would go to like Monk's Castle. That's on the Grange. Yes. Yeah. I, I never I never went there. My brothers and cousin, my brother and cousins always went there. And they would take their dates there. Yeah. Awesome. That's what you did, right? So then they would drive up. And you know how supposedly, you know what the story of Monk, I don't know what you know of well, Monk's Castle. It, it was a while ago, but yeah. Well, supposedly, right, that if the monks see you, they shut, they 
um, chop off your hand, like if they cut you after they close the gate. Yeah, and, and then they they sorry they cut your knees and they make you fucking kneel in salt and uh, all like, of this, this stuff. Crazy right? shit. And you're supposed to run from the gates to the to the top of the mound, and there's a rock that you're supposed to touch. So it's those mentals. They would take their girlfriends or dates or whoever <laughs> they were hooking up with. They would park down the forest, turn their lights off, and then walk the rest of the way. They would walk in before the gates would close, run up to the thing, and as soon as they would, the, a light would come on or the gates would start to close, these assholes would take off and leave these broads behind. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And th- would they get caught? I mean, no, I mean, they never got, at least, I mean, they all have their kneecaps and yeah. <laughs> their hands. <laughs> so I think they're fine. But I do remember those stories, and they never wanted to take us. And that was like the one I actually never went to. But I've gone to Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. Okay. Um, that one has like crazy big lore to it. A lot of uh, Chicago's old gangsters are supposed to be um, buried up there. Okay. I've actually gone to a forest walk um, where I can't remember what the history Damn, so you've was. You've done stuff like that already. Yeah, and but I, I took my daughter with me. Oh, oh. <laughs> I really well, wanted. She to was go, eleven, no, and I didn't on, have Paula. a babysitter. But so we went and they give you these rods. They're called spirit sticks or uh, divining rods or something. They're like uh, these copper poles in the shape of like, a, I don't know, like an L. And you hold like the shorter end. Yeah. And they cross over. So as you're walking through a place that's supposed to be haunted, you're like asking, you know, you know, if people are there, like cross for yes Whatever. Jose, bring the goddamn Agua Bendita, man, because yeah, Pano's already got the, the goddamn. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know is why. That what this is that what this is? That's um, what that is. Not handsome. Yeah, Have you been to so, like Resurrection Cemetery? Do I've been to Resurrection Cemetery. Yeah, we did that I actually, one too. in high school for the paper, yeah. a friend and I went to go interview the, uh, the director. And then we get there because, of course, that's what we were there to ask. They replaced the And then he, and then he said, don't even go there. What? So that, he didn't, I mean, of course. I mean, we're like, this is great. Like, we did the interview. I was like, one last question. And he's like, nope. Ah, I was like, that's oh, fucked up. damn you. I was like, there goes my article. They replaced the, those, uh, the gate, supposedly, estaba medio abierto porque un yeah. espíritu or whatever. And you can tell that it was open. We were bad, though, man. Like, it was like yeah. the bars, the iron gate was kind of like, Circular, oh, oh, like, like open. Benton and wide yeah. open. Yeah. But you know, when we were we were seniors, but we didn't give a shit. We, we would Man. go in the middle of the night. Uh, for anybody that's listening out there in resurrection, and we would actually like piss on it, like fucking. My compadre will park his Bronco and just. All right, we gotta go to and we'll piss on the bars like that. We didn't care, but we were very. Um, it was an adrenaline rush. We went to this yeah. other place called the Devil's House up in the Grange as well. Okay, that I think I, they, I think they fixed that up like purposely. Like there was a big front lawn, and there was like crosses upside down. Like yeah. all of that shit intrigues me, man. Like I'm like, all right, let's go in that fucking house. That and we made it up the. I've, I've we never, made it up the steps. I've never experienced something crazy like that, but I do have a cousin way who she she she's had a lot of encounters with like yeah. different like. They, first of all, they lived in the house in Plano that that shit was haunted because all three of like the as my cousin and her two brothers, they would see shit, bro, or yeah. hear shit and feel shit. My cousins would feel they said they would hear like chains and then mm. they would feel something sit down next. So, you know, when you're in bed and someone sits down yeah. on the other side of the bed, you feel it. They yeah, would yeah. feel that. 
They Same also, thing. she also has another crazy story with it. They, uh, it was her and another cousin with, which is crazy because they both can attest to it with that they were just let's go to the cemetery and they're riding their bike to the cemetery. Saw some old man had, I guess they, they, they even remember that the music was on and you know they stopped and talked to him and oh my wife died blah 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 they're talking for a while. Next thing you know it starts raining, and they're like. They're the guy's still talking to them, and then they're like, "Oh shit!" So who's this? And when they asked that, they turned around, and the guy was gone. Awesome. He was. It was I wish him. I was there. Yes, wait. <laughs> she would tell us about this, and I'd be like, "Shut the fuck up! Get away from me!" I think, yeah, I algo. I don't know, but yeah, no. It, there's some people that are definitely more sensitive to certain things. Oh, like yeah. I've had maybe one or two, and sometimes I question it because I think like, "Oh, I want." Yeah, I we went to Salem once, and. There's this old, uh, the few bricks of the foundation of where uh, Parrish's house used to be, I believe. He was the hanging judge, um, one of the judges that was uh, the one that perpetuated a lot of the hangings. Yeah. And it's um, in this overgrown forest. And so my daughter was sleeping. My husband's driving the car and I really wanted to go. And so he's, he just, I just hopped off of the car and he's like, all right, I'll do a couple loops. The baby's sleeping. And I was like, I'll go by myself. In the middle so of the night. Uh, it was in the, in the afternoon. Oh, and so okay. I like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't dark. Wow. So I went into this forest and I was looking for signage or, cause I'm sure, you know, they're like historical landmarks. So right. they tell you where it is. And I'm like trying to get through and trying to find it. Took me a while. Finally, um, literally the stuff, like the shrubs are overgrown, like you're, kind of crouching down to get through like bushes to get to the Holy to the God. thing so i get there and i'm reading the placards and i i don't know if it was my head or psyching myself out i felt like everything kind of spinning and then i was like all right it's probably time to leave so i look back <laughs> on the way that i got there and that it wasn't there anymore what and i'm like okay all right Did calm down out? At for that, a second and then i started just going around like going the thing i was like all right started here and then i went here and i was reading here and so i went out and i was like trying to call him and there was no reception i mean which was understandable Como las películas, <laughs> and i was like i literally felt like all right where's the sun so i saw the sun it was still daylight out and the 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 trees were there but i was like all right i have to there has to be a way to get out of here and then i started hearing voices and then what? I saw, but I saw oh, another shit. like group of people coming in and then I saw the, the exit and I was like, that uh, wasn't there a second ago. And I was like, yep, peace out. You guys have fun. I will see my way out of here. Man, and Blair I got Witch my Project all over again right there. Got my happy Your ass out of here. Your shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite there. If it would have been nighttime, I mean, I've gotten myself into some, I've literally driven my brothers and sisters and friends like four hours out of the city to go to a good haunted house. Nice. I will hunt. You know what? That's weird. I will not do haunted houses though. Because I, I just feel like you're expecting to get scared yeah. at a haunted house. I don't do haunted the good ones don't do that. Like some you kind of are, but you have like the chills because you know nothing's like coming for a while. Oh, okay. And oh, the place is kind of like pretty, like it's decorated pretty well where you think something and nothing for a while. And then it, and then it comes and it's like, I've Shit. had some where... The uh, there's this like uh, inflatable material and you don't expect it and you're kind of going through it so you feel claustrophobic. Okay, it's like almost like you're going through like a double bounty house and you're yeah. squeezing yourself yeah. through. Wow, that's and then um, <laughs> my husband in one time 
he, I guess he got through, they separated us. Sometimes they separate you and they put us through different coffins and we went in through. And so he got <laughs> out the end. So he crouched down and he's like grabbing feet. And so I was like, okay, that, that one scared me a little bit. And then you exit and all of you see is nothing but strobe lights and chain link fences. Wow. It's like a maze of a chain link fence. And that's all it is with a bunch of strobe lights. Literally, who was there? Nothing. You're freaking yourself out. And there's other people trying to get through the maze and you're freaking yourself out. And then aliens, yay or nay? I mean, it depends on what mood you catch me. Sometimes, <laughs> no, who knows? I mean, am I completely naive to think that they were the, you know, the only people, the only living, breathing? We're well, not. that's not naive, though. You we're think not. it's naive? Nope. I to think that we could possibly be the only things on this huge in this huge universe. I don't know. I think it's a little naive to think, think that so? we're like that special. That on this little speck of dust that is Earth, that we're literally the all that's it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but I've never, I've never really been into watching, sci-fi. I just started watching this. Uh, I think it's called UFO. It's by J.J. Abrams, and it's pretty good. Oh, also, on Showtime. Yeah, on Showtime. Oh, it's awesome. Because I mean, they even talk about how in the fifties and sixties, like it was already bro, known. In the forties, it was already bro. known. This is like, like there old. was multiple, multiple Bro, sightings, before that. and like they were post, like they were in the paper, and like they're in the it? goddamn Catholic drawings, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I saw something in Mexico. I saw something. I don't go. know what it was. It's just a go. big bright light, and I'll say, my rancho is at the at the bottom of a cerro, and we saw a big bright light just land there, and they saw it in other ranchos around. No noise at all. No man. noise at all. You're special, man. I've never seen anything. <laughs> yeah, I want to see. And, and, that's the thing. That's the thing. You like times. rather see UFOs. I I I, I, I want to see. Something. I don't know if you guys ever. I heard believe of, in them. Heard of yeah. this place? Um, it's called uh, what? It's called La Zona del Silencio. It's in Mapimi, and you can YouTube it. The Mapimi Silent Zone, and literally, there's a. It's like the first video that comes up. We went to that place because it's supposed to be like whatever ufos supposedly your radio is supposed to shut off and stuff like ah, that okay that didn't happen but exactly like it's saying the youtube video it did start raining out of, out of nowhere and we got stuck it stopped raining and we got stuck in the mud but in that youtube video it talks about how there's a uh, multiple reports of uh three they say it's three um tall subjects and they're like wearing like really weird clothes but they come and help the people that get stuck out like nobody came and helped us out but there was a big <laughs> rainstorm and we did get stuck so that Damn was crazy two that out was, of three that was two out of three two out of three yeah. so Fuckers i mean, didn't want to help you there's there's definitely something out there I well think. they say right like all the pyramids and all of the structures well, yeah, in, Mex on, bro, in mexico that, and in egypt like that they're that, like how how did they actually come? I mean, like, the human brain is an amazing thing, and and to be able to structurally put together things like you know we've we've done a lot more with a lot less, but like to think about the idea that maybe they're out there, man. They're out there. I believe they're out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get committed when I get out of here. Well, we do want to thank you for coming out. It's not gonna be the last time that we're gonna invite everyone. Yeah, and maybe we'll have sure. a big ass one with that's everyone right. that's here. The same thing that's I was thinking. Uh, we, I think we have to get the whole. Podcast. Yeah, 
We got we got exchange numbers so they can at least sure. include Bart in the group chat. <laughs> in the group chat. <laughs> but if you don't well, reply, you guys will be you'll mad at me. Hell yeah, I don't reply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right You're gonna now? get flagged. Mad motherfucker. Compañero knows now. Yeah. He's like, hey, what's up? Hi, no. he'll send a happy face or haha. I don't reply. Like, all right, he react to in. the message at least. No, I feel bad like my family way. And sometimes, I, you know, I go on there, but my family is daily, you know, like, and it's like, I don't know how many of us are in that group message. It got to be at least 40 of us. Oh, y, my God. Y empieza, pues, imagínate, wey, un buenos días. And everybody says it. That's it's 40 messages. It's already 2 p.m. It's not even buenos dias anymore. No, 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 because this is with, like, my mom and my aunts and everybody. So, literally, my uncle, I fucking love his saying. He, he says, uh, buenos dias, buenos aires, buenos momentos. Levantense. <laughs> I fucking love it, way. So, I, um, yeah, way. Fucking 40. Just everybody saying buenos dias. That's 40 messages. Wow. Minimum. That's a commitment. You 40 know? people oh, yeah. in the group chat. Y, y, pues, I just, sometimes I just, well, most of the time it's on silent. You know, I go on there here and there and say <laughs> what's up. Pero pues, you don't mute them? Y luego también all my boys. Well, I got a, then I got a group message with uh, two of my cousins, two of my buddies. Y, pues, esos güeyes también. They all get up early and they're fucking... You know, 5 a.m., they're already going at it. That's the fucking And then I got these boys, fucking man. guys sitting behind me. 19-year-olds, man. These fucking guys. What's the name of that fucking group message? <laughs> Don't say the name, man. Yeah. We know who when they these are, fucking kids Wait, now start, I have to know the name. When these kids Once start going, nah, no, mames. There's mucho problem. Non-stop. Takes you back to when you're 19 with those fucking guys. Anyway, here and there, I'll get in with them. I'll just fucking, <laughs> I'll, I'll go hard for like 10 minutes and then. But Paula, we do want to thank you for coming on. Thank um, you for having me. For, for everyone sure. that, uh, you know, are out there listening to local pods. Check we do out, recommend sure. it. Yeah, for real, for real. Maybe we'll change the name. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe in the I future. But for now, it's still for real, for real podcast. Over, for sure. real. Um, I'm going to tell you the way we told um, our other two podcasters, you know, anything that Michael Biter Fry, y lo hicimos hasta con más confianza because, you know, we went to the almighty John F. Kennedy. Um, <laughs> anything that you need from us. That high school um, discount. When, it, when, it, <laughs> when it's, uh, you know, graphic design, um, Michael Bennett, you know, doing some logos. When it's audio, my boy Jose Sermeño is always down to help. Uh, you know, camera work. Anything that you might need production-wise, do not hesitate. Because I've told the chingona, I've told the compas. I was telling Michael Bennett, friend, like, man, why have they hit us up for any help? Like, we're down. We want to help out, you know, as much as we can because um, we have, a, well, at least I have a bigger plan in, in motion with the whole Awagate Podcast Network that I do. I do plan on the people that are coming on here are coming in here. Other, other than the fact that we, we know you, it's more because I do have a plan in motion and I want to keep, get, you know, making all of us um ¿Cómo se dice? Que, que esté al tiempo con la gente que nuestra gente lo escucha ustedes and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So, sure. um, you know, there's a big plan. It, it takes time and uh, you guys are part of a plan that that hopefully one day I can execute. So, uh, we want to help out every, every way that we can. So, thank, thank you. you and uh, let us know if you need anything. No, thank you. We appreciate it. And, I mean, we've talked about, you know, Fry's talked to us too and it's just like, we appreciate it so much. And yeah. the fact that, you know, thanks to all of you, we brought us together and um, met the girls and, and, you know, chingonas and compas and, all, you know, Bart now and all, yeah. just everybody. And yeah. we're so appreciative. Thank you. I'm glad that worked. I, 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 I mentioned it before. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't my plan. Plan con maña? really just yeah, putting out his fucking podcast he listened to. I mean, to. because the only one I knew was Checo. 
I mean, yeah. I yeah. wasn't aware that you were Paula. <laughs> oh, you like, knew Paula, but you didn't I, know I, it, didn't was know it was Paula. her. Yeah, you know, it was Paula Garcia from, you know, Frost Off Soccer Frost Team. Frost Off Soccer. And, um, and the Chingona, I didn't even know the Chingona. So it was just one of those, um, the chain effect, like when you buy the Starbucks coffee for the guy behind you kind of thing. Yeah. No, it was good. And all the other, every time you guys post some, like I find a new one, like Los, Los Boys. Los Boys Podcast. Yeah, yeah. like just diff- different ones that I've started to listen to because like I love to listen to a big podcast and just mm-hmm. different ones. But it's always amazing to hear like the people around you because there's just, you know, there's that connection. They're like, yeah, yeah they, you could relate. You exactly. Relate. Hey, yeah. you got to check out Breaking Point. I don't know okay. if you've seen that. No. No, with Cigar and Jenny, he's very good. Uh, check out Breaking Points. Check out uh, Midnight Climax. Um, I've seen you post that one, yes. Yeah, that one's good, man. It's, mm. That's CIA shit. I like CIA stories, too. Mm-hmm. Um, those two are good for now. But <laughs> uh, Breaking Points is very, very good. But Thank anyway, you. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Everybody, please Thank go follow you. For Real For Real Podcast. For follow sure. G. My boy Bart, you're all good? Yes, sir. The Smoky Thank Section. You. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming out, for sure. Thank Hell you. yeah. Uh, go follow us, subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Compuros oh. Podcast. Our new day, Tuesday releases, so we'll be out Tomorrow. every Tuesday. Uh, yeah, every Tuesday, every Tuesday. <laughs> so that's going to be our, our, our new date, Smoky Session. Thank you for coming through. You guys haven't been here in two fucking months. Yeah. Man, it's guys get a job. Guys. They get a job and then that's it. Yeah. No more PlayStation in the office, no more guys in the office. Thank you guys. Oh, yeah. Ya se la saben, la pura positiva. Jose, thank you, bro. Yep. <laughs>